Episode 244, Appaloosa! My name is Eric. I'm Jason. How's it going? It is not too bad, buddy. Right. It's not too bad. Uh, so, but, but not great either, right? Oh, no, it's, you know, great. Great means not too bad for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, great would be one step above where I'm at. Okay. I'll, I'll concede. Okay. Uh, how about you? <laughs> um... I'm a couple of steps below, not too bad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty, uh, standard, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <coughs> if you insist. Um, so what the hell's going on? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Just living, living life. Just living. Just yeah. living. Living and, uh, not progressing. Oh, yeah. That's not, cool. Uh, no, 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 it's not. Want <laughs> something. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <coughs> okay. I'm very sleepy. Yeah. I'm kind of tired, too. Just want to take a nap? I would really like to take a nap. <laughs> right. I know I'm even drinking caffeine, which I hardly ever do anymore while we're doing the shows. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Got some caffeine going. Mm. I don't understand why. Well, it's not like you have any worries in your life or anything like that. <laughs> well, even why you don't understand why I do or don't usually drink caffeine. Uh, I don't understand why you're drinking caffeine today. Why? I mean, you, you slept till probably noon. <laughs> you know, you haven't really done anything. Oh, you're not under any kind of stress or life is pain. <laughs> that's why. That's why we drink <clears throat> caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we drink all kinds of things. No, I've been up since uh, eight forty-five. Mm, why? Mm, yeah, it's time to get up. Eight forty-five? No, it's not. Yeah, I slept till noon. I'm good for you. Twelve thirty. Oh, you were projecting. <laughs> it's a classic psychological tool. No, I, no, I had to get up. I don't for, know why you just called me a tool, mm, but whatever. I had to get up to uh, take care of my kids, my dog, my cat. Mm. Did anyone back then? No, I certainly did not. Hmm. No. Hmm. <clears throat> I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, went out and hung out with Kathleen. No, yeah. Hmm. So that was my morning. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. Hmm. So you get, uh, you got some good sleep in there. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it good. No. Yeah. Right. I slept. Mm-hmm. Fitfully. Right. Yeah. I don't know, it's too bad. It's too bad. It's the way it is. My dog woke me up at like one thirty in the morning. She wanted to go uh, outside, and I thought she wanted to pee. Mm-hmm. But I realized this morning that she was actually probably just sniffing around Doogie's tent. Oh. Because he was... Uh, it, it actually is not even a tent. He has what he calls a bivy, like a bivouac. It's a one-man emergency sleep station. Hmm. Like, you're supposed to like keep it in your backpack if you're hiking, and then, like, you know, the weather turns goes south or whatever, and... <clears throat> you uh 
you have an emergency sleep station. But he decided to put it up in our backyard and just kind of sleep there. You know, hope, hopefully no possums or raccoons are chewing away at his doorway. So, so my dog wanted to sniff around. That was my story. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So Appaloosa. Me. Appaloosa? The movie? Yeah. We watched the movie. Appaloosa. It was a movie, yeah. Uh, It's a western. It is a western. It's not the... Isn't there like a a Brando movie called something Appaloosa? It's called The Appaloosa. The Appaloosa, yeah. The all-important The. Yeah. Uh, as we learned, uh, just a little bit earlier. Oh, yeah, that's the right. The difference between a movie with, uh, a name and then the in front of it. Yeah, because we just, after we watched Appaloosa, you just turned it off and, you know, the TV popped on with a commercial for James Con, uh, The Killer Elite. Right. Right? And, uh, yeah, we were like, what? Because there's a movie called just Killer Elite right. that we reviewed on this very show. <clears throat> so that's different, movie. different, different movie. Yes, the all one, important one, one uh, about uh, forty years apart in uh, in age. Oh wow! Yeah, thirty, thirty years apart. Mm-hmm. 60s, years apart. 70s, yeah, seventy five. Okay, so, yeah. two thousand whatever. Right, yeah. whenever that was. Eleven, two thousand one. I don't know. Mm. We reviewed it. Yeah, listen, yeah, because it's a much better show than what's happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> Why we're not drunk? We should be drunk. You should be drunk. Yeah. No, no, we shouldn't. Yeah. I'd probably gonna kill myself if I was drunk right really? now. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. You hear that? <clears throat> so, that brings up a point from the, the movie we just watched, Appaloosa. Does it? Um, there's a scene towards the beginning where they ask um, the sheriff of the town if he drinks, mm. and he says no. Mm. Later oh, on. Oh, you mean the very scene that I was going to try to hook us into uh, the show when you interrupted me with your fucking bivouac story? What, what was your what was your segue? Seeing that we were talking about drinking, like twenty minutes ago <laughs> before. Uh, were we? Uh huh. Okay. We were talking about you drinking caffeine, and I was going to say something about uh, not liking a man that uh, doesn't drink. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you should do that now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. See, this is a, uh, we don't, we don't plan this you, you had to tell me about Doogie's, uh, it's a cute story. Weird attempt. <laughs> you, you should see him. It's adorable. It's like, I'm fine. it's like barely, it's like the size of a coffin. We don't need to talk about <laughs> this set any further. Oh. Well, but yeah, so, uh, the sheriff turns out to be a liar though, right? Cause he's drinking later on in the movie. Yeah, they all drink. Yeah. We're, but, you know, it was like super early in the morning when they were, uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, they're, uh, they're also big fans of coffee, it seems like. Yeah. There's a lot of mention of coffee in this movie. Oh, yeah. Two or three times. So, uh, I think there, there was more of a, they're drinkers when it's appropriate to drink. Right. In the evening. Right. When you want to settle down. Exactly. When, uh, you know, uh, everyone is, uh, you know, getting ready for bed, and uh, you know they're they're not uh, committing any more crimes or anything. Like that. <laughs> they're not doing so, any more killings. Right? Yeah. You know, nobody's uh, killing anybody because uh, it's nighttime. All right. That's that's the time for horse. That's that's the time for horn. 
And it's when all the bad guys sleep. <laughs> I thought nighttime was when the bad guys did all their rabble-rousing. No, that's when they sleep. Huh. Because that's why Axe Cop dresses up as a cat to go on night missions. Oh, yeah. To kill all the that's bad guys true. in their sleep. That's probably the only thing that was missing from this movie was Axe Cop, Axe Cop in his <laughs> night suit, his <laughs> night patrol outfit. Oh, there was other things missing from this movie. Uh-oh. Yeah? Yeah. Like what? Oh, a likable female lead. Oh. <laughs> Why does she have to be likable? Uh, I don't know. To make you, uh... Understand why any of the male characters in this movie are falling over their feet trying to. Because she, she, she's clean. <laughs> they mention it. <clears throat> she's the only clean woman in town. <laughs> she showers at night, sir. She is, uh. She couldn't be the only clean woman in town. It's the only one I saw. I watched the whole movie. <laughs> And admittedly, yes, she does chew her food well. <laughs> As is brought up in the film. <laughs> and, I mean, like I said, that is something that I do look for in a woman. Right. Oh, yeah. Someone who chews well. You don't, you don't want just someone swallowing every chunk of food. And nope. It's dangerous, uh, you know, first or, of all. Yeah, or just, you know, like spitting. While they eat. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. No, just yeah. Someone who chews while they right. eat is clean. Right. Uh, but I guess, uh, admittedly, I would also like someone who was uh, likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone who, uh, deep down inside, wasn't just a whore. Well, at the very beginning, she seems all right. You uh-huh. know, she seemed kind of likable. Oh, yeah, for like two minutes. <clears throat> but then, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's fine. Like, like you know, there's not a... A lot of likable people in this movie. Oh, sure there is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd say almost everyone in this movie is likable. You think? Uh-huh. Even the bad guys. I didn't like any of the bad guys. Uh, sure, they were all charming and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, had a, had a uh, charisma about them. You really? You thought? Uh-huh. I mean, they looked cool. They looked very uh, authentic. <laughs> I mean, like, there's the scene at the beginning where, because Ed Harris plays uh, Sheriff Colt. Cole? Marshall. Marshall Cole. Cole, yeah. And uh, him and uh, Vito, Vigo Mortensen is... Vigo Mortensen. Is, uh, Are you sure you're not drunk? <laughs> and so him and Vito Mortensen moms go go uh, riding their horses and they shoot some guys when the movie's <laughs> over. No, that scene where they, they like show up at the bad guy's ranch towards the beginning of the movie, there's like a whole like lineup of like really authentic looking like they look dirty and weird and just kinda road hard and put away wet kind of guys. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But that's just the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Cause shit happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a classic uh western. Mm-hmm. But it's new. Mm-hmm. How old is this movie? Like three years old? Uh, about five years old. Really? Okay. 2008. Okay. Uh, directed by Ed Harris. Yeah. Who was also the star of the movie. Uh, one of the two movies he's directed. Mm-hmm. I have any interest in seeing the other one? You know, I don't really don't either, Pollock. Yeah. yeah I like, cause I'd imagine it kind of like is going to talk about the genius of Pollock and. I would assume. I, I, you know, well, that's fine. Like, his stuff kind of would look neat as like a little 
postcard or something, but like I a, don't. Like a screensaver. Yeah, thing. exactly. But but I really don't want to know anything about his yeah, life or anything. Of it. But that's a different movie. Mm-hmm. This one is not about Pollock. Oh, this one's... This one's about uh, Vince Cole and... Uh, is his name Vince? No, yeah. Name, uh, yeah, I think okay. so. Right. Vince... Virgil. Virgil. Virgil, Virgil. Cole. Vince is uh, the uh, the bad guy's uh, right-hand man. Yeah. Uh, Virgil Cole and... Uh, Everett Hitch. Everett Hitch, yeah. So they who's are, drunk now, motherfucker? Yeah. No. They are, uh, they are guns for hire. Mm-hmm. And they, they come into this town and uh, offer their services because there's a uh, bad guy who was... Uh, uh, he killed the previous uh, marshal and uh, his deputies and uh, the town wants justice. Right. So As they, they should. Yeah. So they uh, they take this job where, where they are the new uh, marshals and uh, under the condition that basically they run the whole town and that uh, whatever crimes they might commit in the process of serving the law is uh, you know totally fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a good deal all around. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I should maybe yeah. think about... I was, during the film, yeah. I was <laughs> contemplating getting my... <laughs> Eight shooter or whatever they called it. What, what was the shotgun? Six. He had a shotgun that they called it like an eight gauge. I, I don't know. Twelve gauge. I thought the number eight was in there. I don't, so I don't know a fucking thing about. I guns. know that's why we need we need to learn. We need to learn oh, about sure. guns. If we're gonna take over this town, right? This isn't a one horse town. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a zero. It might be a zero horse. Somebody has a horse in this town. <laughs> you think? I think somebody, one oh. person, at least has a horse. <sighs> I haven't seen a horse like dung. Well, no, anyway. because I mean it's it's a big town, right? That's and true. if there's only one horse, oh yeah, you're you right. Know, he yeah. might be. He could be thirty miles away, right? Right. Like when I was in high school, there was one black kid, and I never saw him, right? Yeah, but it was a big school. You didn't see his dung in the hallways, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, no one knew if he was there or not. Right. Yeah. You just saw all the all the white dung. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But yeah, so, so yeah, they're cleaning up the town. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, they're really just there to, to, to get this, uh, this guy, uh, I don't remember the character's first name, but Bragg is his last name. Yeah. Played by Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. He's great. Terrible American accent. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and then, um, uh, then, for some reason, then Renell Rene uh, Zellweger shows up as uh, Allison French, right? Who uh, d- is just pointless and awful. Oh, she's not pointless. Yeah, she she, she drives that story. She. If it wasn't for her, that story would be way different. Mm. Yeah, but maybe it'd be a better story. <laughs> the characters Ed, Ed Harris probably would have been much better off if she never oh yeah rode her clean ass good chewing mouth in the town. <laughs> uh yeah, all the characters would be right. right yeah. uh, even the bad guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, she does drive the story, but it's. I I know Why? what you mean. Why? She's she yeah. she ends up being. Like, halfway through the movie, you're like, fuck her, man. Just forget about her. Right, yeah. You know? Not even halfway. Yeah. Like a third of the way. Yeah. Uh, she's just, uh, yeah. Like, like, I, I don't, there was nothing about her, 
other than clean and chewing. You know? <laughs> she plays a nice piano. <laughs> she seems like a tortured soul. Like she kept playing these like really like, somber. But she, somber, but she did it. Tortured. She did it so well. It was like if Leonard Cohen was doing countdown races. <laughs> okay, well, she did play countdown races, but she also played some pretty sad shit. <laughs> oh man! Um, I admit that I might be biased. I do not like a Renee Zellweger. Oh really? You're not, she is not a fan. Awful. Really. And Everything I've ever seen her in. Even, like, as an actress, you mean? Oh, yeah. Even in this movie? Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, I knew the character wasn't cool, but I thought the actress was cool. Oh, no, character and actress. Terrible. Huh. huh. Hate her. Really? Eh, hate's a strong word. Don't like her. Really? At all. Was there, was there, like, a starting point, like a certain movie she ruined or something? Any movie I've ever <laughs> seen her in? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, uh, yeah, she's just not good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, her fucked up, scrunchy goddamn face. And, she has a weird face. Uh, but, uh, I, I like her. She's fine, I thought. I mean, she's an awful actress. She can't emote. She delivers lines terribly and poorly. You can never tell anything that is happening to her character emotionally <laughs> because she's always got this face that looks like it might be smiling or crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright. Alright. I, I thought she was fine. So, maybe if the character was played by a different actress, it would have been a different feel altogether. Yeah, okay. But, uh, still as a character, I did not get why everyone was just falling all over themselves to protect and, and, and be with they, this woman. They just wanted to get, get some. Yeah. Uh, we're, there are women in the town. It was, they were all... Like whole. the indecipherable woman that uh, Viggo Mortensen I, hooks up with. You know, they never really say, but the only time you ever see them together is when, like, it's like post-coitus. Right. I'm thinking she was a hooker. Oh, she was totally a yeah. hooker. Yeah. Uh, but still more attractive, and uh, there was also uh, obvious a, uh, some sort of emotional connection between the right. two outside of just uh, yeah. you know, services rendered. Right. You know, and, the whole. Uh, would have loved to have understood a single word she said throughout the entire movie. <laughs> she had an odd, uh, an odd voice. I couldn't tell if she was supposed to be a Mexican or, or a French or, you know, uh, yeah, she had, she had a kind of a, she was, yeah. She had an, uh, like a, yeah, an accent you couldn't really pin down. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm hoping her dialogue wasn't, uh, super important. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, you got the major the, yeah, like yeah, point yeah. of her character. Yeah. I mean, I got Vigo's uh, you know side of the conversations, so I mean, right? I, I could fill in some blanks. Yeah, there. it's like listening to one side of a phone conversation. Right. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. yeah. It's it's weird though because like it is kind of your classic western story and you know, mm-hmm. like new sheriff and bad dudes and. And like I kind of like towards the beginning thought I knew exactly what the feel of this movie was going to be, but it has like some some odd turns in it mm-hmm. that I did not expect. Like there's just some scenes that they seemed like I guess unexpected, not out of not out of place, but unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like where like they would just be real like 
funny or tender. There are some comedic moments. Yeah. Uh, it's a talking movie. Yeah. Uh, definitely not action-packed by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, usually, like, we see this type of Western, you know, as we started out, you know, everything builds and builds till there's finally just, like, a massive gun battle in, you know, the middle of town. Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's, like, a hundred gunshots in the movie. And oh, sure. A lot of them a, are. Lots of guns fired. Yeah, a lot of them at people. Sure, um, sure. But, but yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's not like your usual right. shoot 'em up. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, it, it sort of, uh, everything gets kind of resolved quickly. Uh, they arrest the bad guy and put him on trial and then <laughs> right. he's sentenced to hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, huh? Yeah. Is this movie over already? Right. That's like, uh, 40 minutes in. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, there's just a lot of talking, uh, between then and the ending. And, uh, and even the ending, you know, uh, spoiler, I mean, it doesn't really, it's not like it ends on a high note, like, like in a big, you know, everybody's happy kind of thing. Well, not that, or, or you know, like a, just a, you know, like what you would expect from a, a Western. Oh, okay. Like, like I said earlier, the, the big climactic the gun big, battle. Right, the big finale. There's none of that. No. Yeah. Which is cool. It's fine. Yeah, yeah totally fine. Uh, you get... I think I'm coming across with uh, that that I may not have liked this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I liked this movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I just didn't like uh, Renaissance. <laughs> right. Aw. Uh, everything else about this movie, perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I I like the humor in it too. Like it was weird though because like when it first um became apparent that they were gonna throw humor in there, right? I thought it was gonna turn into some sort of like. Grum- grumpy old men right, type, right. type thing. Um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, because, cause, like, almost immediately, like, as soon as Ed Harris and Viggo Mortensen show up, like, the chuckles are there. Yeah. And, I mean, they're not, like, gut-busting, you no. know, slapping our knees. It's not like, it's no Ace Ventura. No, yeah, it's, uh, but, you know, yeah, it's like, a couple of times, I was like, huh, huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was kind of, like, it kind of reminded me of, especially with a lot of the, the, the recurring dialogue, uh, gags, like where, where, uh, Ed Harris has trouble thinking of what word he's trying to say. Right. I mean, some of it was kind of like Coen Brothers humor. Like it was just like yeah, odd. Very much. Very like much. it just seemed like it stopped the scene for a second and got quirky and then it like got back into the scene. Right. But I like that. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah, it was done like, really well. Like I like that aspect of, of his character that, you know, cause it's sort of like he's trying to better himself a little bit by at least. Yeah. Like learning words. Like he's reading Emerson yeah. and. Right. And, uh, yeah, he'll, like, come across a word that he doesn't know. And then, like, you know, just in conversation, and we all do it. Oh, I'm sure I've done it already four times in this episode. <laughs> uh, where you're trying to think of a word that, that you're, you're trying to appear smart. Right. And use a word that's kind of fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't know exactly what that word is, or maybe even what it means. Right? Yeah, he he's a hero for dullards like us, Men- <laughs> mental dullards like us. <laughs> he's a champion of us numbskulls. Yeah, I would. Uh, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> and and uh, you know, maybe that even goes along with the you know, the whole uh, love interest aspect. Uh, we've all been idiots for women who probably did not deserve it. Right? Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. At least a couple times. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
maybe that maybe that's part of it too. Um, yeah, I yeah I I, lo- I love I love the two main guys in this movie. Like I would totally watch the further adventures of of Colin Hitch. Right, that would be great. Uh, unfortunately, I think we'd have to watch a prequel. Spoiler. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're. Uh, I mean, they're good characters, and then they work well together, and then the actors are really good together. Oh, yeah. This is the second movie? Yeah, they, they were together? History of Violence, yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they play completely different types of characters. Oh, right? yeah. But, you know, totally. It's still good to see those two together. Right. And, you know, they, more than just a couple of scenes. There's a, yeah, there's a certain spark to them. Yeah. Like, a, you know, I'm not saying, like, I think they're secretly in love with each other. No. I'm just saying, like, they, they really work well together. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sorry you mentioned that, and I, I have to bring this up. If anybody is uh, not listening to the Viewmasters, uh, the the show that I do with uh, Joe Grunewald, where we're reviewing every episode of Farscape, uh, I have mentioned this the past couple of episodes that uh, the two lead characters of that show, uh, uh, they're, they're uh, you know. A spaceman and an alien woman, mm-hmm. you know, or an astronaut and an alien woman, and uh, for like three seasons, it's been building up to like this big romance thing, and now like in the middle of the third season, it's like paying off. Right, and uh, the chemistry between the two actors, uh, Ben Browder and Claudia Black, is way more than just two actors working together. Oh yeah. Like, I am pretty sure they fucked a lot in that show. Just just, just to further their acting? I don't know. Huh. Because just the thickness of the really? chemistry between the two is so real and natural. Huh. That there is no possible way that it was just like, oh, we just really get along. You don't think it's just them being that good? I don't think All so, right. no. Huh. I've never, I've never seen it. But, I know, but right. you know, it's just like just little things that they do, and it's like, oh, you know, well, you know, like real couples do that. Real couples who are very intimate with each other huh. do the little things right. that they are doing together in that show. You know, <laughs> has those characters, but it's like neither of them it's are very believable. That good of an actor, right? Okay, okay, I see where you're going. Like it's. It's it's impossible because of who the actors are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I mean, they're fine actors, but they're not that good. Maybe the writers of the show spotted that early on and said, "Look, guys, you guys need to drink some funky cold Medina together because <laughs> this is not you're gonna gonna sell it." Because I mean, you know, I, I get along uh, really well with some people, but uh, there's a limit to you know, even if. Uh, you know, we were forced to, you know, be in a, like a stupid movie together or something that, right. like, that the chemistry would not go to a certain place, right. you know, at a point, you know, right. and they are well beyond that point in that show. Huh. So did you think a similar thing about Vito and, uh, uh no, I mean, I just, Vigo. I keep calling him Vito. It's an easy, well, Vigo's a weird thing. Yeah, it's the only Vigo I've ever heard of. I've heard of a second Vigo. Oh, really? Okay. The bad guy from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> wow! Wow. Vigo the Carpathian. Nice. Wow. <laughs> destroy me. Destroy me. That guy? 
Marie's taking the Marie's taking the photos of the 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 uh I don't know, that's probably a different okay. different thing. You're thinking of lost in translation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, Vigo yeah, Vigo and uh Ed um, They have a good chemistry. They have yeah. a great oh I love it. And then like yeah, you mentioned earlier they said they've the the characters allude to they've been together for years, who knows right, how long. Right. And I would love to see some prequels with yeah. uh, some of that. That's that'd be great, because you, you just kind of are thrown into the you know they're already together right, yeah. at the beginning of the movie, <clears throat> so it makes you wonder. Which like, I like. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to like. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, it seems lately, and, and maybe it's just the amount of superhero movies that we're watching lately. But uh, like, it seems like every movie now has to show you. Like how the characters, you know, get together right, in the right. first place before we can actually move on with the story. Right. Yeah. Here's how the main character was conceived. Right. Yeah. You know, we don't want to need to know that. Yeah. Just, uh, just, you know, nothing wrong with throwing us into the middle of anything. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you're a good storyteller, you know, it, right. won't, it won't matter. Yeah. Uh, this is also uh, based on a novel called Epilepsy, uh, written by Robert Parker. Who is uh, probably more famous for the character uh, Spencer, which spun off into the television show Spencer for Hire. Oh, really? Uh, cool. Yeah. I did not know that. So, yeah, just a little uh, tidbit of trivia out there mm-hmm. for, the, for the listener. Hmm. Yeah. I've uh, not read any of his books, uh, but I do own one. Yeah. My dad gave it to me because he read it and said, "Yeah, it's fine. You'll like it." Is it the Spencer character? It's a Spencer. Book. Okay, yeah. Yeah. sweet. Uh, hmm. But yeah, so apparently he also wrote some westerns here and there. Yeah, yeah, and I th- I thought it was good. Like it, the story is nothing like groundbreaking. Where you're like, oh, sure. "Oh my god, what what a bunch of twists and turns!" But it's not boring at all. No, not it, boring at all. And, and I think you know we've established that uh, it's a classical western without falling into any of the cliches. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, it never, it never feels like you're like, oh, this again. Like, it never mm-hmm. does. But, uh, and then there's some beautiful countryside, too. Like, I'm not sure where they filmed it, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. There's a train scene. And, oh, you gotta uh, love train scenes in westerns. Horses and gunshots and Indians and, uh, it's a western movie that has it all. Uh, uh, there's, yeah, barkeep pouring shots. Sure, yeah, you got yeah. your piano. Piano, you got a duel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you uh, got it all. But but done in done in an interesting way. No, like even though we just moments ago said none of the classic trappings, and then we just mentioned all the like classic. Well, yeah, but but yeah, it's all done in in a way that you don't necessarily expect. Right, it's not a cliched. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No. uh, No cartoon characters in this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I feel like my dad saying that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch a cartoon. We watched a real, yeah. real man thing. Uh, this is definitely better than the other Western I've seen in the past couple of months. Oh? Uh, the Lone Ranger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll take your word for that one. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, just, uh, it, was, it was really good. But, yeah. Yeah, I really Classy. had a problem with uh, the Renee's album. Aw, see, it didn't, didn't bother me. But yeah, I, I, it makes me excited to see uh, if Ed Harris does any more movies. I'll probably even see Pollock, just because I, like, I think, I think he's great. I love Ed Harris. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, really good. 
good actor, good uh, obviously a good director. Yeah, and and the cool thing about this too is you know he directed and you know starred in it, but it's it's not like he tries to steal the show. You never get the feeling that he was like, you know. Oh no, yeah. Like he uh, co-wrote it and co-produced it, I think. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he never. It never feels like he's like. It is equally you know Viggo Mortensen's yeah, story. Oh as yeah. Is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even. You know, Alice and Bragg as characters as well. Right. Get their own, you know, uh, enough time on screen here mm-hmm. that you never feel. Yeah. He, he, Ed Harris is not in every scene of this movie. Right. It's know. not, it's not like the room or something where right. he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really well done. And yeah, uh, surprise Lance Hendrickson shows up too. I know. I didn't recognize him either because he, he came, he came up with his cowboy hat on. Yeah. I would not have guessed at all that it was Lance Hendrickson. I mean, he's got a pretty recognizable face and voice, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, once he took his hat off, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, like, when he showed up, uh, I was like, that guy looks really familiar. I was like, yeah, it's not Lance Hendrickson, is it? Eh, it couldn't be. But I looked it up and it was. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like a little fuller looking in this movie. Like, he's right. kind of round, his face is a little rounder than him. I think his hair also was, was dyed black, so right. that kind of threw it off a little bit right. too. And then the. Because so, he is very gray and has right. been for like a decade, so. Yeah. 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 He's awesome too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, pretty, pretty small part for Mr. Hendrickson. Yeah. But still, you know, vital and yeah. important to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, it's always good to see him in something. Oh, yeah. I love Especially that, yeah. if it's not a horror movie. Right. Which, you know, I love horror movies, but. Yeah. What was his book called? Uh, uh, it, uh, something Human. Uh, what's his line from Aliens? Uh, or, or, oh, oh, it was a line, it was a quote from Aliens. Um, uh, is it was man not better than human or something. Like that. Not bad for a human. Not bad for a human. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. He seems cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you want to take a break? Yeah. Sure. Wash the uh, the visage of Renee Zellweger out of my head. Oh, <laughs> all right.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. We are awake. Sort of. Nah. <laughs> uh, I finished my caffeine, so I'm uh, I'm operating at full capacity here. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, it's been about uh, an hour and a half, two hours since I've had some caffeine. Oh. Uh, I'm uh, working on some water, some some room temperature water. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's got uh, my name on the bottle. Does it? Uh, yeah. Is it really? Oh, it does. Yeah. Huh. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what's new? It's exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nothing I really want to talk about here on the show. Okay. Right. Uh, probably we'll never talk about it if uh, the outcome comes out the way that it it might. Yeah. Uh, but uh, nothing great. Yeah, nothing great is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, just uh, you know, enjoying uh, not working right now. It's pretty great. <laughs> I recommend it for everyone on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. We should all quit all at once. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. You know, uh, I mean, I don't know that society would necessarily collapse if that happened. Like, if everyone just stopped doing <laughs> what they were doing. Right. You know, I mean, it, like, every single human being yeah. stopped doing what they were doing. I mean, that might fix some things. Right? If they all just took a month off. Six no, months just off. forever. Oh, forever, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'd be interested. Yeah. Like, everybody have to garden themselves and sure, yeah. hunt game. Sure, yeah. Uh, maybe the most dangerous game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what would they do with all the groceries full of food right now in warehouses, though? Like, how would they divvy that up? I mean, we'd, uh, you know, looting, most likely. Looting, right. Yeah. That's your answer for everything. <laughs> I just really want to loot. <laughs> I just really want to loot. Someday. Someday yeah. we will. We will. Uh, um... But, you know, I mean, you got to think, like, uh, how many jobs out there that exist, you know, are just totally unnecessary to the world and, you know, just are sort of made up, yeah, right. you know, just because, you know. Like people just pushing papers around. Or... Right. Like, like I sort of feel like my job is that. Yeah. You know, like, like it's, you know... It, it's like not almost not like a real thing. <laughs> how, how do you mean? <laughs> like, like I know, this like virtual? what I do is is you know uh, a component of of the final product, but like the final product is basically like you know how to build an airplane engine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and my part of it is to you know uh, cobble together the HTML code and then slap some graphics on it. Right. You know, it just all feels like. You know, it's just an almost unnecessary cog in the total machine. You don't think it's essential? No. No? No. Because, hmm. you know, there's other people who could be doing that job that, that are, you know, maybe not doing the full capacity of what it is they're supposed to be doing. Oh, I see. You know? I mean, it's right. just, you know, yeah, I feel uh, like a, an unnecessary component uh, in this big machine. Right. Yeah. So, like, if you... 
like like using the, the machine analogy, like if you just stripped something down to like its bare working parts, okay, you know, like like all the necessary things, like you, you realize that you're left over with like there's there's a, yeah a ton of extra stuff that you know I'm sure is all there. It helps to yeah to help it and and to to be you know cleaner, quieter, faster, right. stronger, Fac- facilitates the quicker end result. Right, yeah. right. But you know. Also, still on this. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's this like when I used to work at Mavericks. A lot of times, our price guns. We had like a half dozen of them. Um, they would get jammed up with the stickers. Uh-huh. And over the years, I learned, you know, I mean, I mean, I learned how to open them up and fix fix that right away. Yeah. But I, over the years, I learned, like, you could you could take that price gun, take it apart into like every single piece that could be disconnected from each other, and I could put it back together like fucking. Uh, like, like Forrest, Gu- like yeah, Forrest yeah. Gump. I totally yeah. could, but I've learned that there's like two pieces in there that serve zero purpose because they're like just these little, like cylinder shaped wheels <clears throat> type things. Right. And I know exactly where they go, and I know what they're supposed to do. But if you if you lose one, which we we did over the years, mm. like there's absolutely no difference. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. There's, yeah. I'm sure everything is like that too. Oh yeah. Or there's something in there you're like, well, I know what that's supposed to be there, but right. if you take it away, what's really going to happen? Like, uh, I once watched a documentary about the uh, the electric car, and uh, they were talking about how you know one of the reasons that it's like you know not becoming a thing is because then you know you lose you know some of the major you know manufacturing of car engines you know because they don't need that stuff. <laughs> Right. You know, and then, you know, once you get rid of that, then you have no need for mechanics who know how to fix that stuff, you know. Oh, wow, right. You know. Can't they just round all the mechanics up and, like, gas them to death? Right, right. yeah. Put them in, then, you know, yeah, why uh, not? I mean, let's just I mean, let's be proactive here. Well, that, and let's really think about it. I mean, most mechanics are pretty much just criminals anyway, right? I, I, are you going to only stop at most? <laughs> We, we're we're friends here. There's no one's listening. Ninety-eight percent of all mechanics, all mechanics are asleep right now. Are criminals planning their crime? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. So yeah, I'm I sure. I mean, I know I'm not making any like huge revelations with that. <laughs> right. But, you know, we all we know all it. Know. Exactly. We've all been thinking it for years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, uh, I need new brakes and I need new rotors on my car. And if I knew how to do that, I, I absolutely would because I know that it would just cost me... Well, okay. Uh, I know that I can go to the, the parts store and I can buy myself uh, new brakes and new rotors and it would be about $80. Mm-hmm. You know, then, you know, just the time to fix it. Uh, but if I took it into a shop to have the exact two things done, oh, yeah. uh, it would be like $300. I, uh... If you do need that done, uh-huh. I guarantee you, Doogie could do it, uh-huh. and he would probably do it for half of whatever any mechanic would charge you. Right, right. He he can do like anything on a car. What if I just uh, got him like a case of beer? Well, you'd have to like I don't know because if it took him like four hours to do it, uh-huh. you know, he probably wouldn't. I've had you know my brakes done by by people who know how to do that, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, it's taken them maybe an hour, hour and a half. But know? there might have been like more than one dude working on it. No. Oh, okay, just one dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I'm sure... I See, I have no idea. Right. Like, he might be able to do it in half an hour. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I guarantee you he would do it 
But like you know, like the first time, like uh, that I needed rotors for a car. Like I took it in, and they told me that it was going to be like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what the fuck, you know? Uh, and then when I actually found out what the hell rotors are, yeah. they're just discs. They're just round things that you put on the tire after you've taken it off, after you've taken off the brakes. Like, that's it. They just slip onto the wheel. Uh, So most of that money was just labor, probably. What labor? They charge a lot. This. That's what it is. (laughs) They just snap it in. Yeah. It's not even a snap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It, it's it's nothing. It's putting a ring on a finger. <laughs> right. That's it. That's all a rotor is. And yet, you know, they charge. Yeah, I, I've been quoted like you know seven hundred dollars wow. to put new rotors on my car. Yeah. See, that is criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, maybe they would uh, justify it with you know the maintaining of the of the work site and all the tools and everything they have to use well, and disposal. An absolute ripoff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask Doogie. He'll totally yeah. do it for you. Because you can buy rotors at, at the store for like 80 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you, man. <laughs> Call Uncle Doogie. I might. I very well might. Uh, didn't you say he had, he had a Doogie Oh, well, there? sort of, other yeah. Other than his bivouac. Other than his, I won't mention his bivouac since yeah. it upsets you. <laughs> oh, it is adorable, I will say. Um, <laughs> But no, he, uh, yesterday morning we were having breakfast and, uh, and he was drinking just this glass of milk and raw and, milk. Well, that's what I was, that's what I thought. And, uh, and he, he, he was like, Oh, he's like, man, there's a zing to this. And I was like, Oh, did you get some new raw milk? He's like, well, I went down there this morning and they were all out of my, I forget what he called it. His Jersey cow. Like, um, I was like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, he's like, yeah, I guess. A bunch of people were on vacation, and they came back and they, they took like, you know, the milk that they would have had, the the weeks they were out of town, uh-huh. and their current week. He's like, so I, I got there kind of late, and all the the milk was gone from my cow. And that I, seems uh, wrong. Yeah, but so in in a, in like to make up for it, they gave him a half gallon of goat milk, and he was just drinking goat milk, and I was like, what? What do you mean? Is like, does it taste like, you know, air quotes gamey? Because people always say yeah. he's like, he's like, it's just really creamy. <laughs> so he was just drinking like straight goat milk. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. And he said the homeless lady's gone too. He thinks something she might be dead. Something may have happened to her. Yeah, she's been on there forever, and like the last eight times he's been there, she's right. she's gone. So. She's, but she was there like for years, every single right. Saturday. So, hopefully, she scratched off a million dollar lottery ticket and she owns a bookstore in Wyoming or something. You know, but I guess not. She's probably dead. Yeah. Uh, even if she's not dead, I'm guessing uh, uh, no bookstore. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you know, you never know. Uh, him, I'm with you up until the. Uh, even past the uh, scratching the winning lottery ticket, yeah. uh, not going bookstore. Yeah, well, yeah, a bar, maybe whatever. Maybe you know, a sandwich shop, a little sandwich cart. I would bet. I'm guessing not. Hot dog stand. Yeah, no, no. yeah, I'm guessing uh, squandered. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, you know, bought a bought a giant house that uh, you know, is even more than uh, the the lottery tickets she, could afford. She bought four hundred cats right, yeah, to yeah, fill it up. Yeah. Right, just a waste of money. Well, who knows? Yeah. No, no, but that, I mean, there was no real story. It was just like, yeah, I was like, oh, that seems. Like, I'll, I'll eat goat cheese. I've eaten goat cheese before. Mm. But, uh, I mean, like, I've eaten it in the last week. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I could just drink goat milk. I don't, uh, I don't think that I would, mm-hmm. uh, knowingly, anyway. Um, I don't think I've... I mean, is a lamb a goat? No, no, oh, okay. separate. Okay. Because I've had lamb, but, you know, I mean, they seem like similar animals. Lamb milk? No, lamb... Oh, okay. Like the actual, like the corpse. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, chunks of its flesh. Right. Yeah. 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 It's meaty innards. Yes. Okay. Yes. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't think I would even eat goat if, a, if it was offered as a, like a, a chop, like a something. delicacy, yeah, yeah. an Indian food or something. Yeah. I, I think goat there's steak. Well, I think I've seen goat steak. I, I know. I think goats. The only time I've seen goat, I think, is in an Indian dish. Right. But um, that's the only place I've ever seen lamb. Well, mm-hmm. that's not true. It's the only place I've eaten lamb. Me too. It's, uh, Indian. I ate I ate lamb once at a Indian buffet yeah. years and years and years ago. When you were experimenting, yeah. In your well, experimental phase. Yeah, I was branching out. It was weird to, because I just tried like one little tiny taste of it, uh, you know. Because I was like, I eat chicken. I can I can try this lamb thing. It's not. It was chicken. yeah. It was yeah, way too like hearty for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's more of a uh, pork. Right. type uh, yeah kind of sausagey yeah yeah I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. I don't blame you yeah. I don't blame you yeah so uh, eh. yeah yeah so uh, you didn't do anything uh, cool today or yesterday oh yeah I did go to I went to a car show yesterday yeah um Kathleen, a car? I I bought a truck um it's it's a replica of the truck they drove in the show Highwayman. Okay. Um, with uh, Jacko, where the truck would turn into a giant helicopter. Hmm. They're delivering it, I, or I assume I gave the guy uh, all the money I'd saved up in the bank. You know, I figured, I figured he seemed like a trustworthy fellow. Sure. He right. should be delivering my helicopter semi tomorrow. Right. And I haven't even seen it. I, I saw a picture, uh-huh. and uh, and then somehow he actually got all the actors from the show to pose in the picture, okay. just like the, uh, you know, to make it look like it was the truck. It sure. actually looked like it. It was just a photo from the show, actually. Right, right. So, come to think of it, it's kind of weird. Hmm. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he should be delivering it any day. I mean, I don't think you're allowed to be at a car show unless you, you know, oh, they probably have screen. direct connections to that car. Yeah, right? they screen you, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. They're like, how many wheels does it have? And you're like, right. seven. And like, get out of here. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I am imagining there is no one shady at a car show. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, yeah. They're on top of that shit. Oh, right, yeah. right. No, it was, it was fun, though. Um, Kathleen and I took her dad. He's a big, uh, like, muscle car fan. He used to own a bunch of, like, 50s and 60s cars. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. I mean, I saw some really sweet stuff, like, all the way back into the late 20s. Um, some like gangster looking cars and some just old pickups and muscle cars. And it was, it was cool. cool. It was free. Yeah. Like it's, that, that's the nice thing about free the car show. Cool. Yeah. Free car? No, no, free no, no free cars. Cause I think even I would have gotten to that then. For the free car. Right? Oh yeah. 
I did have a really great taco salad for $4. Oh. It was awesome. Taco salads usually have meat in them. This one did not. Okay. It, was, it was like I was like, "Can you make me something vegetarian?" And the guy was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Taco salad." It was it was awesome. It was full of like melted cheese and beans and you know salady mm. stuff. I like a taco salad. Mm-hmm. There's meat in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom makes a pretty good taco salad. Oh yeah, I enjoy that. What kind of meat? Beef. Uh, she actually what she does is uh, she uh, you know puts uh, tortillas down on the plate. Mm-hmm. And then puts basically a salad on top of it, right? Uh, you know, lettuce, tomato, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, she pours uh, her homemade chili and then cheese. Oh wow! Yeah. So is it like a big flat uh, tortilla? Uh, no, it's actually just like uh, you know, like, like just tortillas, like little chips. Oh okay, yeah. Because this one, this one was like a, a bowl. It was like a tortilla bowl, like a taco uh, bell. I, I, I love that. They used to have the type. So. Yeah, Which I don't think they do anymore, do they? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. And it was super thick, too. It was, like, super crispy, the yeah. bowl. Oh, it was awesome. Loved it. Yeah, so that's... I think that's... That's about it for me this week. Yeah. Like, I've been kind of taking an easy line low and doing drawing and... Yeah. I mean, I'm painting... Because they're a, after you. They're after me. Yeah. They're out to get me. Um, I've been painting a skateboard. Yeah. Um, I'll, I will have it done by Wednesday. Um, so probably, like, the day after this goes up. And there'll be photos of my blog and it's going to go up for auction for a local charity so so people should yeah i don't know any information about it yet so just look look you know look at buy everywhere comics and you know i'll have it up there when i find out yeah awesome yeah you gotta test it out after you finish it there's no wheels oh okay yeah so it would actually (laughs) and the arts on the underbelly so it actually it's gonna get fucked up. It would destroy it all. Yeah. Don't, don't you feel bad about that? Well, no, because I've seen a lot of skateboard. Like I googled to see, I was like, how do they display these things? And I googled, and a lot of them for the skateboard art shows and things, they never put the wheels on, and they just they just like mount them on walls and things like that. What's the point of buying that? You know, because the the kind of douchey people that like skating will will buy it, and you know, I can't stand those right. skateboard types. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, so yeah, that seems cool. Yeah? That seems cool. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't get paid for it. I know. Yeah, but... It's too bad. Yeah. Because yeah, I could use the cash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those taco salads aren't free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I did my usual thing of uh, seeing a couple of movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, uh, The World's End, uh, yesterday. I'd love, I want to see that. Yeah, it's the, uh, the new Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, uh, uh, Nick Frost movie. Mm-hmm. The, the third part of the Cornetto trilogy. What, what, what's Cornetto? Uh, Cornetto is a type of ice cream uh, snack. Uh, it's like, uh, like, uh, those ice cream cones that you buy, like, already packaged. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they eat those in the movies? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, well, uh, in Shaun of the Dead and in Hot Fuzz, they do, uh, different flavors, because uh, cause Shaun of the Dead, you know, it's uh, when he goes to the convenience store, oh, okay. he gets yeah. a couple, and I think they, they eat them in uh, Hot Fuzz as well. Uh, didn't see anyone eating one in uh, The World's hmm. End, but I did see one. Okay. Yeah. You spotted it? It uh, wasn't pointed out? Uh, no. Well, it's kind of pointed out, but, you know, it, it is... Was fairly obvious, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just say it. It's like uh, there, are, 
in a scene they're they're walking out and of of a uh, of a pub and like a uh, wind blows and like a cornetto rapper like hits one in the face. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I never noticed that. I didn't notice. I mean, like I remember the scenes in the previous two, but I, I didn't notice that it was a cornetto. Yep. Blood and ice cream trilogy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this one is uh, is it, it's good. It's uh, not as good as the Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. Still really good. Yeah, those those two are hard to beat. Those are great movies. They are fantastic movies, and and this one is fantastic too. It's just uh, of the three, it is it right. the weakest. Right. You know, but that's really not saying much. Right. About it, you know? I mean, it is just a solid, funny, action-packed movie. Oh, that's know? cool. I'll definitely check it out. Because uh, I mean, my opinion is that Shaun of the Dead is the most perfectly written movie ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There is not a flaw in that script. You're saying like above like a racer head? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it has a plot. Oh. Makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, I recommend it. Cool. Yeah, you yeah. saw another film. I did see another film. Uh, I, went, uh, I went to see uh, a movie directly after uh, called You're Next, which is a, a, a horroring movie. Like the killings and stuff. With with some killing. There, okay. There's definitely some killing in this movie. Right. Um, it was also really good. Uh, it was a, it's 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 a, like a home invasion type movie. Uh, apparently didn't do too well this weekend. Uh-huh. I'm guessing probably because people think that it might be a ripoff of The Purge. Oh really? Okay. Because yeah. uh, I mean, it is about uh, dudes and animal masks uh, breaking into a house and killing people. Do, do horror movies typically not do well in the summer? Uh, I mean, I would think I would think they yeah. do, right? Because you know, I think horror movies do well all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, it is weird that uh, you know sometimes I don't know. Uh, yeah. Don't fucking ask me about box office <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I don't know if you kept up with that. I, yeah, I mean, it seems like you know, ideally, you're like you know, you want it to come out you know towards the end of the year. Not Christmas time, but um, but you think Scream was released on Christmas Day, was it? Yeah, but yeah, you think like summer is a good time for horror. Yeah. Yeah, Any time's a good time for yeah, horror yeah. in my mind. I agree. Uh, you know, I'm perfectly down with it anytime, any old time. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it also seems like it'd be more obvious to release them like in October, early November. You know? Right. Right. But uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad it was good too. Uh, I think the problem with, or not the problem, I think the reason that some horror movies fail when they do is because I think people just assume they're a ripoff of something else. Right. Or maybe they don't recognize any of the actors in a movie or you know, something like that and mm. they just ignore it. And I think that's kind of the problem with uh, Year Next. Right. Uh, is that uh, it doesn't have anyone super recognizable in it. Isn't that better in a horror movie, though? For me, it yeah. absolutely is. Because you like you can really believe. Because oh, yeah. huh. you know, like if it was, you know, Ben Affleck, you're like that guy's not gonna get killed. He's fucking Batman. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I like it when it's all unfamiliar faces. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I recognized uh, like there's definitely one actor in this movie that like it was kind of the reason I even wanted to see it was because I'm a fan of his uh, a guy by the name of Vijay Bowen. Hmm. Who, uh, he was in uh, the Signal. Oh, okay. Uh, he played the uh, 
the the bearded guy that went crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like him and and everything I've ever seen him in. So you know, I wanted to see that. You know, I wanted to see this movie anyway, but him on top of it pushed it over the edge. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird because uh, it's about a family. They they get together for a reunion, and then they're targeted by killers and, and picked off one by one. Uh, but the mom in the movie, <laughs> like, I, I, she looked a little bit familiar, but at the same time, she also looked like she was about 30. Hmm. You know, and we're dealing with, like, you know, grown, you know, children. You know, <laughs> right. Like, like, so they are 30. Huh? Yeah. yeah. The children yeah. are 30, right. And so I was like, you know, oh man, you know, why would they pick this actress? I mean, she looks, I mean, she's super attractive, but like she looks super young. You know, it's like I don't get the casting of her, you know. Uh, it turns out she is actually a uh, relatively famous uh, scream queen. Oh, okay. Uh, she was in the uh, reanimator, uh, the first reanimator. Oh, movie. wow. So she's more than 30. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's yeah, about 53, something like that. Wow. But looks really good. Ah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Clean living. Yeah. But, uh, and like, not like in a plastic surgery kind of way. Right. You know, like, like, she just looks really attractive. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it was good. And uh, it's got some humor in it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a, definitely a pitch black kind of comedy. You okay. Know? But but it's it, it is there, uh, but you know, it's gory and, and and not fun. But you know, it's a horror movie. It's like a roller coaster, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but I've I've mentioned this before. Whenever we've seen movies, like, I don't pay attention to music or anything like that. Right. Uh, like like even in the movie we watched, I noticed. I didn't notice if there was music in any of the scenes. But uh, I noticed the lack of music, and I liked it. In the Appaloosa? Yeah. Uh, but I noticed the movie in Your Next, and, and I noticed the music in Your Next. And in a couple of scenes, uh, like it had a really sort of synthy kind of thing going on. Huh. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, this is like if uh, John Carpenter was like, you know, actually good at making music <laughs> for his movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, doesn't he do like all the uh, yeah, oh, yeah. music for all of his movies? I've never liked any of it. I, I think the thing I liked, but uh, he I think he only did part of that and he peppered it with uh, Ennio Morricone. Okay. So I think I think that was a good mix. But yeah, sometimes sometimes you're like you know just direct man. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like I mean I know the Halloween theme is like super uh, famous. Oh yeah. And I mean it's, it's good. It's fine. But like. That's so pervasive, right? That like it's kind of annoying in that movie. I'm not a huge fan of that movie anyway, right? Uh, but like I think like Escape from L.A. or not L.A. New York, like like it's all him, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, I hated yeah. it in that. <laughs> uh, he's good at some things. He's definitely good. Like he's a fine director. Yeah, uh, I certainly do enjoy some of his movies. Mm-hmm. Some of them I have not enjoyed, but eh, you know. Not everyone's uh, a winner, yeah. right? But uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, John Carpenter, oh, uh, our friend Kurt Dins, you know, occasionally uh, talks to celebrities and whatnot. Oh yeah, uh, I love it when he does that. When he uh, goes to conventions, and uh, he actually talked to John Carpenter once. What? Yeah, and it was like six months ago, and we have just forgotten to play it. <laughs> well, that was this would be a good time. This would be a good time to play it. 
So, uh, Kurt Dins, take it away. Uh, this is Kurt Dins for the Gutter Trash Podcasting Network, and I'm here with John Carpenter. And uh, here's uh, one of three questions he can answer. It's either, uh, what was your first job before you directed? Well, what was your first car? Or what did you have for breakfast? Your choice. I have had nothing for breakfast, but I had a great lunch. I had a great hot dog. And right now I'm drinking some fabulous Starbucks coffee. Fantastic. Thank you very much, sir. Love your work. Thanks. Yeah. Ah, that segment was sponsored by Starbucks coffee. <laughs> and uh, probably a Nathan's hot dog. Yeah, who knows? Uh, oh, we didn't get a brand name on that, but... Uh, uh, from the convention, uh, I'm pretty sure they were selling Nathan's. Right. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure you held one up. Like, like, you know, they they gave him a hundred dollars to hold it up. Sure. Uh, so how old is that fellow? I wonder. Uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. Six like sixties. Let's say late sixties. Yeah. Maybe? Early seventies. And he's is he still making films? Uh, I know he made one. Uh, like I saw his most recent movie that he did, uh, called The Ward. Okay. Uh, that was from a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't know if he's made any sense. Uh, I haven't really checked his IMDb. Right. Yeah, I'll have uh, my phone here with me to check. So. Was, it, was that good, the word? It was okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, nothing about the direction or anything was, was wrong about it. And, you know, good actresses. It was like primarily a female cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just had a kind of dumb twist to it that uh, I didn't like at all. I gotcha. It just sort of made everything pointless. Ah. Uh, huh. <laughs> there you have it. John Governor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's done some classics, though. Yeah. I was, we were actually talking about They Live just earlier today. Yeah, we were. It's, yeah. A, it's a fine movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, The Thing, of course, is, is it's great. great. Oh, yeah. All the Fantastic Four movies are great. <laughs> <laughs> Big Trouble Little China. Oh? What? Was that him? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy this thing I did Halloween did Big Trouble in Little China. Uh-huh. And, wow. uh, you know, just uh, before we uh, came to do the show here, after we watched that uh, uh, thing about uh, what we were just talking about earlier. Oh. Uh, fuck. Kiss? No. <laughs> uh, 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 uh uh, we, we were watching TV and something. Oh, oh, the Killer Elite. Yeah, the Killer Elite. Yeah, yeah uh, just uh, right after that commercial, mm-hmm. we were actually just before that commercial. Uh, we saw about uh, a minute and a half of uh, Starman. Oh yeah, that uh, is also a John Carpenter. Yeah, I always forget that sim too. Why wouldn't you? Because yeah. it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's pretty diverse and awesome. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, I've seen some good movies for him. I've seen some really bad movies. Yeah. Uh, that like, happens. Uh, I, I didn't like Halloween or Halloween 2 or uh, Escape from New York or, uh, what was it, Serpent in the Rainbow? Is that him? Or is that oh, I don't, I don't know. Alan. No, it was... Man. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. The Thing is definitely... Oh, The Thing is... My is, favorite. Is masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Big Trouble, though. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Big Trouble is also really good. God damn it. Uh, Serpent in the Rainbow or Prince of Darkness is what I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, okay. Serpent in the Rainbow is Wes Craven. Yeah. Wow. Um, Wes Craven versus John Carpenter. Who, who do you land on? Well, man. I don't think I've seen a ton of Wes Craven movies, but Nightmare on Elm Street is one of my favorite horror movies ever, so I would, I would, 
I'd definitely go Wes Craven for that. Uh, although Wes Craven's never stooped to the level of being interviewed by Kurt Dins for Gutter Trash, so I gotta go John Carpenter <laughs> for uh, manning up and yeah. lowering himself to our standards. I would, uh, I would say, um, I mean, yeah, Nightmare is just a classic movie. Know, it's amazing, and uh, I can't think of too many other great Wes Craven movies uh, that aren't uh, Freddy Krueger related, <laughs> at least. Uh, did he did, do People Under the Stairs? Was I think him? he did that, yeah. yeah that was fun. Uh, Serpent in the Rainbow, which I like that one somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Last House on the Left, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I never actually have seen any of this. Yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about diversity, and I think John Carpenter has that Oh yeah, a little over yeah. uh, Wes Craven. That's true. Yeah, uh, big trouble. Wow. But at the same time... John Carpenter has never directed Meryl Streep in a movie, and Wes Craven has. What? Which Night Ran Elm Street was she in? <laughs> Freddy's Dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. You're thinking of Alice Cooper. <laughs> Who was also in Prince of Darkness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well. Uh, no, yeah, if Wes Craven directed, like, some sort of, like, drama back in, like, the late 90s, like Music from the Heart or something like that. Really? Yeah. With Meryl Streep in it. Meryl Streep, yeah. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah. Saw it on TV once. Did she win in the Oscars for that? No. No, no. But yeah, it was like, you know, the movie started and it's like this drama (laughs) about a music teacher and, you know, it's, you know, about, you know, yeah, it's like a, you know, your educational type dramas, but Mm -hmm. we're music. Right. And, uh, like, he came up directed by Wes Craven. I was like, what? <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Okay, so you didn't like rent it based on? Oh like, no, like it was just on TV. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Wow, that's weird. Never, never knew that. Like I would never have watched it if I wasn't getting paid to watch it at the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then it came on and said Wes Craven. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that's kind of diverse too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the only one of those that he has done. Hmm. I think almost everything else he's done has been. Horror. Some sort of horror movie. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's a really strange... To, I mean, to get Meryl Streep in your... The only movie you did that's not a horror movie. Right, That's yeah. pretty weird. I mean, hey, he, he reached for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for him. Apparently. Didn't do that well. Otherwise, he'd probably still be making movies like it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, good for Wes. Yeah, sure. For Wes. Yeah. Maybe we could get him on the show sometime. That'd be awesome if, uh, if that were to ever happen. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be at Horehound, is he? Uh, I think no, he. No, no. Oh no, Robert England's going to be. Robert England. Yeah. yeah, that would Ooh, be awesome. That would be cool. Uh, Kirk can do that. That would be uh, great. Uh, yeah, don't know what'll happen there. Like we could be like, man, we loved you and stay hungry. What else were you in? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, maybe you should go with us, and since you're not going to be at the actual table or anything, you can just go around and get interviews for us. Oh, that'd be awesome. Do Kirk's job. Hey, if you guys pay my way, and I'll think about it. I'll sleep in my car, <laughs> eating Nutty Buddies all weekend. I mean, I'm going to be staying at my brother's house, but uh, Kurt's going to be there by himself. Oh, maybe uh, yeah, I'll sleep on his floor. Yeah, I'll keep his floor warm. Or, I mean, you know, worst comes to worst, you can sleep at my other brother's house. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's in, where's it, Indy? Yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, there. Okay. It's in two weeks from now. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that's all I got. 
Yeah. And some movies, some Kurt Dens. Uh... That was, yeah, cool. Good job, Kurt. Yeah. Thank that you. Was awesome. yeah. We're, we're sorry we neglected to put those in there. Yeah, we're going to try to make sure that we get these in uh, on a more regular basis. Yeah. Uh, I've got, and Jason can attest to this. There is a sticky note on my computer monitor. I, I can see it right now. It says, Kurt's interview, second segment. Yeah. <laughs> so to remind me that uh, we should try to get these in. It all kind of revolves around us being dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the whole point of the show, mm-hmm. that we're idiots. Right. So why not listen to this? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, unless you got anything else, I could, uh, pick a comic. Um, yeah, I love comics. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've got a comic in mind that, uh, I am, uh, not going to be able to let you read because it is on my tablet. Uh-oh. Digitally. And I am not going to give you that piece of equipment for what, a week. What am I going to do? Luckily, it turns out. That uh, this book is also available in print, uh-huh. and that our good friend Joji is uh, donated it to the show oh, wow. to let you borrow it, uh, so that you can read it. Uh, assuming that you won't veto it immediately. Oh here. yeah, okay. I uh, hope not, because this would just be embarrassing. I've never vetoed anything in my life. Uh, you might. You never know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so the book I'm picking is a book called Edison Rex. Hmm. And the blank stare that I'm getting from you means you have no idea what this is. Nope. All right. So, yeah, no veto. <laughs> uh, I want to say it sounds familiar, but I might just be thinking of Thomas Edison and Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, is a, uh, it is a book that is uh, published digitally by a company called Monkey Brain Comics. Uh, it is written by Chris Roberson and drawn by Dennis Culver. Uh, it comes out eh, fairly regularly, hmm. digitally. Uh, there's nine issues of it out now. Okay. Uh, the the trade collects uh, the first six, uh, which I own all of them uh, on my my pad. Yeah. So uh, you'll read the book. I'll read the the tablet, and we'll get back together and we'll talk about it. Oh, sweet! I like it. I like it. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, Edison Rex. Edison Rex. So this is available for people online and tangibly. Yes. They can still get both. Yes. And uh, we might talk about this uh, more in depth, but uh, if I were you, I wouldn't look into getting it online. Oh, yeah? Because it collects the first six issues, uh, which are 99 cents each uh, on Comixology or wherever else, uh, or you can get the trade for $20. Huh. I mean, I'm no math whiz, but it sounds like it's more expensive that way. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a little more expensive. Huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, Joe. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. All righty, then. Well, and, uh, we'll be back next week with Edison Rex. Edison Rex. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. 
Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.